web of chaos looks at the internet's dark side. That's right, today we're going to go look at this New Zealand documentary that came out yesterday. And who's involved in it? Who stars in this documentary? Some familiar names, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, some familiar names are in it. So we're going to talk about that. But first, welcome to another episode of the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast commentary, comedy and conversation. As always, remember to like, share, comment, subscribe and any other good thing that you can think of. Okay, let's jump into this amazing piece of what I see is propaganda. Talking about propaganda. It's fantastic stuff. So it's all about mis and disinformation, this local documentary that was made. And it aired yesterday, which would have been a Tuesday in, on New Zealand time, and it was called The Web of Chaos. I'll read some of this article from Stuff, who loves to talk, who, who had their own nice uh, Fire and Fury film come out a few months ago. So Stuff says in this article, uh, the internet could be described as a blessing. And a curse. While its benefits are numerous, sifting fact from fiction can be challenging or even impossible. Quote, the internet can be used for good or bad, says the director, Justin Pemberton of Web of Chaos. It can be everything you love and everything you despise. Social media companies learned pretty quickly that we engage more with content that enrages us or shocks us or annoys us or pushes our buttons more in a negative space than in a positive space. Web of Chaos opens with a look at the fun and wacky aspects of the internet. (laughs) Oh, we're all laughing. We're all having a good time, people. Uh, It then takes a close look at its ugly and murky side. You won't believe what the ugly and murky side is. Uh, Particularly when it comes to politics and news events and how information and disinformation is shared. Now, I watched this for you. I watched this documentary about an hour ago because they've, they've they've got it up online. And they describe... The mis and disinformation. So misinformation being somebody who just has the wrong information. Disinformation, more nefarious uh, practices involved there. Disinformation is the willing, the willingly spread uh, false information, basically propaganda, if, if you want to call it that. And that's designed to, whatever it is, have confuse people, cause chaos, cause anger, cause division, that kind of thing. Now, the director here says, why did he he make this documentary? Why did he feel it was necessary? He says, I was hearing from people that I knew stories and some sort of crazy ideas about the world and what was going on, says Pemberton. When asked why he wanted to make the documentary, I was like, where did you get that? Where are you hearing that? I just started to become more and more aware of misinformation. Of course, we never go into the uh, real, when you watch it, you, you see how it's framed, you're not actually going into you're not having a fair debate you know what this is going to be you know how these films are and how these tv shows what angle they they lean to he says uh, then i sort of started looking into what was behind it and where this all is coming from that's when i ended up getting in touch with sanyana he was the first person i contacted after talking to him i thought there is an entire documentary in this world sanyana is academic and disinformation specialist he's another specialist another expert And he offers a a chilling insight into online activity. Now here's some familiar names you may have heard of. Others who appear on the documentary are Dr. Kate Hanna from the Disinformation Project. That's right, she's 
basically the focal point of this documentary. And also US-based New Zealand journalist, Mr. David Farrier, who has written about conspiracy theories on his website and his podcast. David Farrier is, was it says, a, a New Zealand journalist. He used to be sort of one of those alternative type of guys, you know, late night TV news, where he's reporting on bands and gigs and sort of wacky stuff happening in the world. You know, it's kind of all right, kind of cool. And then just recently he's come out as quite the, uh, in my opinion, quite the radical lefties. Had out at his old college, which is Bethlehem College, which has been in the news over the last year. I think it's back in the news again because it's a, it was a Christian um, high school. And apparently David Ferrier used to go to that high school. And he wasn't happy with their Christian views. Anyway, it says, Web of Chaos features footage from overseas news events and the Parliament Grounds occupation in Wellington this year and shows how menacing some conversations are online. Now, they've cherry-picked the information. You won't be shocked by that. But the cherry-picking of online comments and idiots online spouting um, political violence and saying things off the cuff. And any... uh, it was a guy from Counterspin Media who said some absolutely appalling and stupid things as well. You cherry pick that and then you mash it all together with images from January 6th in the US and other violent events from around the world. Mash it all up, take the worst scenes out of from the Wellington protest and mash that all together. Throw in a bit of uh, what we see as, as Christianity, traditional views, conservatism. You know, Throw that all in with this alt-right violent extreme stuff. And what you get is some menacing, menacing, dark disinformation coming out of the online world. Now, what's incredible about this documentary is that when you get to the end of it, this is how hypocritical these people are. When you get to the end of it, it starts going into images of my body, my choice, trans rights matter, uh, trans woman matter, the usual topics that we have come to know to be associated with left-wing progressives, socialists, those types of people. And the music changes. Fluffy, happy, amazing. We've got hope, they say. There's a person in there, a professor, and they're saying, I do have hope. And it shows these types of things, how the internet can be used for good to push left-wing progressive socialist ideas. And that's how the documentary ends in the last five minutes. It's uplifting, because that's the ideas that we want to push. Meanwhile, the bulk of, of the rest of it is is dark and, and foreboding music. And as I said, mashing up all of those things into one. You, If you are a Christian, you're white, you uh, maybe you believe in, in the sovereign sovereign countries, you know, you're a bit of a nationalist, you, you like your culture in your country and want to protect it, then you could be a radical. You are going down the dark side of the internet you need to come to the light you see you need to come to the light where men are women women are men you can have abortions whenever you want when if you're told to get a, a jab some medicine from the government it's experimental you just need to take it for the good of the collective because if you're anti that then you're also meshed up with the you know the the bad alt-right terrorist types it is an incredible piece of propaganda and while it's funny to see, it's it's incredible to watch these people that are super, super serious people with qualifications. They do well, they've got great careers, they paid well, clearly they're making these documentaries and appearing on them. It's incredible to watch them speak and 
Now, I don't know if it's the editing or what. So let's be be a little bit more generous, I guess, with it. But it's incredible to watch them speak and not look at their hypocrisy about how left-wing progressive socialist ideas have led society into a chaotic state. And But it's okay to spread that through the algorithms and to go down to those those depths of the internet because that's the kind, empathetic side. We're accepting of everybody. So anyway, I just want to play this clip from it. This, this will give you an idea of what is being said. I posted this to Instagram. And this features, the voice you'll hear is Kate Hanna from the Disinformation Project. You can draw people in in lots of different places. And each of the platforms are used in different ways. Hello, friends. As you can see, I'm working on my wimpy bag. What is known internationally as the kind of trad wife set of viewpoints, which is white, Christian, a lot of pseudo-Celtic, pseudo-Nordic ideologies behind it. They use Pinterest and Instagram to draw in other women who are interested in interior design, children's clothing, knitting, healthy food for children. And it does draw people in towards a set of white nationalist ideas. I mean, it's relatively easy to see. If you see a very beautiful, fair-skinned, blonde or red-haired child with beautiful braiding in her hair and some flowers, just step back a little bit. <laughs> Which is really distressing because that's my heritage. It's uh, Kate Hanna from the Disinformation Project there in the web of Chaos Documentary. That's right, if you're a beautiful woman, you want to feed your kids natural food, maybe make some jam at home, you knit, uh, you want to live more off-the-grid style, you know, have some chickens and whatnot, then you're just, you're the problem. And if you're seeing that online, step back, because whoa, Nelly, this is traditional views, Christian views, conservative views, that are dangerous. They're dangerous, and I think they're dangerous because they don't cede power to government. I think people that are, or certainly Christian, hold God on high, and not government, and not the so-called experts and specialists. You know, those are the sorts of people that we should listen to according to some now, I know to a lot of us, you can sit there watching it, because you, if, you, if you sit there watching it, it is it makes you angry, because you sit there watching it and you know that your perspective, your viewpoint, is not going to get pushed, or not going to get put forward. It's being framed in a way that they're saying is dangerous. So you sit there watching it, and it's infuriating, because it's, this is propaganda. And what's sad, what's on top of that, it is humorous, it's laughable, but... What's sad and dangerous is this stuff works on people. They're talking about the online world manipulating people, yet they're doing it here. And it does work on people. They bring up things like Telegram in there. And look, there's, of course there's violent people online and and extremists and terrorists and whatnot and other dangerous people. We know that. You're lumping that with traditional conservative Christian views. That's not okay. And they throw things in there like Telegram. I'm sure there is awful groups on Telegram. I'm sure there is. I think Telegram is a bit of a honeypot. I think it's been, in my view, set up to to have more of the freedom-focused people come in there and set up groups, and that way you've got them all in one 
app, one area, and you can keep an eye on them because it's completely, you can say, well, basically say whatever you want on there and set up whatever groups you want. So now you've got everybody who has particular mindsets getting into groups on Telegram and it's far more easily monitored. It's my viewpoint. But back to the documentary, it's sad because this does work on people. Like I've had somebody say to me, I hope you don't use that Telegram. So you can see that it's already been seeded into people that anyone who has the Telegram app is potentially, potentially, you've got to know the signs, you know. It wouldn't be hilarious if Telegram know the signs. One of the signs of a potential terrorist is having Telegram installed on their phone. But it is incredible to watch how things get distorted and smeared, particularly in mainstream media. Like I had a friend recently say to me, oh, you probably think Ardern's part of uh, the Illuminati. And then I explained that the Illuminati was a, a real thing from the 1770s in Bavaria. However, that kind of language is being used to make whatever you say sound ridiculous. So you could say, well, Klaus Schwab wrote a book called The Great Reset. He came out and said, we have infiltrated cabinets all around the world. He wrote personal letters to Jacinda Ardern. Jacinda Ardern is currently at a conference somewhere with Klaus Schwab. She's part of the Young Global Leaders Network. She was the leader of the International Union of Socialists. You can point all of these things out and it does not matter because propaganda like this on TV, um, even propaganda like this on social media, really does work on people and it's just designed for people that don't want to think and are given the information by a so-called authority. So anyway, I thought this it was quite incredible to watch um, if you're in New Zealand web of chaos on TVNZ on demand I recommend giving it a watch because it's kind of, we, we do need to know where this is going and what how they're framing things I mean you can just watching it you can see how they are just attacking culture just everyday people and just traditional views conservative views Christians and it's it's good to know what they're doing and when you watch things like this, you also see what the prevailing ideology is in countries like New Zealand. And it is globalism, although see, even that word is being smeared for people that say it. People just kind of roll their eyes. Oh, you don't, you don't believe that. It's OK, well, how come New Zealand basically just gave up, its only, gave up its only oil refinery, let it be destroyed, and it's gone to a full input model? That sounds like giving our energy systems to the globalists because now we're reliant on outside countries, elites, companies. I mean, how come we brought in mandates and the the stuff coming out of the government was regarding the Voldemort virus was the same as other governments all around the world. Same thing coming out of Trudeau's mouth and in the Netherlands and things like that. How come we're going after farmers and going to tax cow farts? Oh, it's because of climate change. And now everyone in all the major countries in the world seem to be reading from the same hymn sheet. Regarding climate change, climate crisis, the propaganda around that. I mean, how come uh, Jacinda Ardern has said that she has in, uh, input? She, I mean, she's going after the United Nations Agenda 2030 with their their uh, sustainable goals, and she said that, and she said that in 2019, just before the pandemic started. She was at a, she, she was in where was it? It was in New York, I think, at a Gates Foundation uh, conference. And she was at another conference in, I think it was 2018, where she said that they've decided to do something that no other country has done and embed indicators like the Sustainable Development Goals into everything that 
we do. So how come New Zealand's seemingly been, been given over to the United Nations, to the World Health Organization? We're not a sovereign country anymore. It sounds like we've gone down the globalist route. My whole point here is that you should give this a watch if you're in New Zealand. It is free to watch. It will probably piss you off a bit, but it's good to know how they are smearing traditional and conservative and, well, Christian uh, views and morals and how, how we see the world. But anyway, that is web of chaos. Just wanted to bring it to your attention. These things need to be called out when they come out. So I'll leave it here for today. This has been another episode of the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast commentary, comedy and conversation. And I will talk to you again in the next one.